0: You will see beside me that I have a mountain of tea. Uh, and the long story short of this, John, is that I'm currently having a new cooker installed into my kitchen, and therefore I've had to remove everything out of my kitchen. So, were I to pan around my room, you would just see chaos.
1: Do you really need 14 packs of different flavoured tea? I only drink Red Bush, so waste it on me. This is sheer isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us yet again. This is Sheer Isolation. I am John in Cricklade and Kieran is at the Trowbridge Tea Factory.
0: <laughs> uh, my, my family collects tea. I collect records. Um, it's a fair deal if you ask me. Even the most expensive tea only costs about a fiver.
1: My records cost about 20 quid each. So This programme isn't about tea, although, quite, quite frankly, I think it should be. Um, I think we should do a special tea episode, and then we can try them. It'd be rubbish radio just drinking tea, but that, that sounds <laughs> like a good day.
0: Oh, the bouquet on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's already satisfying sup. Yeah, that would be... Oh.
1: Uh... And that's not a frustratingly annoying noise anyway, is it, when someone's allowed supper of tea? And just make an entire show out of it. Oh, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> anyway. The ratings would be... Yeah, anyway. The purpose of this show is to promote the local music and art scene across the west of england and we do that by playing a couple of tracks and interviewing a very special guest uh, this week we have been joined by nick reed who i believe is part of the trowbridge festival crew
0: yeah nick is so nick's going to tell us um how we got involved with trowbridge festival um it's a story that goes way back and it's lovely because it really does interlink with the village pump very nicely. And the, and the people from Trowbridge that really are the movers and sh- people that do make things happen. And Nick is very much one of those people that makes things happen in
1: Trowbridge. Kieran, but while, we're, while we're still warming up, look, look what I've got here. I've got a wristband used and I've got a, a ticket stub from a gig used. I've had a busy week. You yeah, had a busy week. I think it was all about a busy week. Tell did you go
0: to Bath the the Bath Festival?
1: I did. I, I went to see Scouting for Girls, who who were weirdly followed by a band called McFly, who I didn't really care for. But Scouting for Girls, brilliant.
0: You'll be delighted to know that Rob from Cheese and Grain he went to take his wife Stevie to see McFly um, at that, and that's that they went. So they missed the Frank Turner show on Saturday night, and they went to go see McFly instead. I was gonna say, yeah, Frank Turner was playing in his own venue and he gave that up to go to Bath Festival. Yeah, well I wasn't there Saturday night either,
1: so the two promoters for the show weren't even at their own gig on Saturday night. <laughs> um I'm gonna segue from from what we were talking about there with Frank Turner playing at the cheese and grain in Froom. Um I believe that nicely links into the, the first track we're gonna play.
0: Yes, so um we like to promote local music. And what's wonderful about this next act is a chap called um Sam, and he's got a live Persona called Semantics, that's in Sam Antics, Semantics. Um, and he supported Frank Turner on Frank's latest tour, The Gathering, which is behind me here. Um, and that tour went all across the area, um, UK, and he played a bunch of gates. And it turns out Sam is actually a Southwest based musician. I did not know this. Um, so, so that hence why Sam was on our date. Um, and he kind of does this, like, it's a bit like Kid Carpet or kind of like the streets, kind of like Jamie T. There's kind of these hip hoppy, kind of loopy, beaty, kind of rappy music. Um, It's great fun. And this is a song called The Rock I Grew Up With. Um, Or I Grew Up On, should I say. It's the sweetest little video song that... Oh, it's just really sweet. It's just a lovely track.
2: You're the rock I grew up on You're the road that gave me shelter You're the road that gave me comfort You're the rock that made me who I am today In 1985 I was born upon a rock A rock that I grew up on and a rock that showed me love A rock that kept me sheltered and a rock that taught me trust The rock that always kept me safe when storms became too rough A rock that kept me fed, kept me warm and gave me luck A rock that always knew just how to help when I got stuck And a rock that kept her patience when I'm sure she'd had enough This is a rock that I grew up on, a rock I call my mum I do not feel that I can fit all I want to say Into a single set of words to make my true feelings portrayed But I can do my best to say just some of the things that make you the lady Who made me who I am today, for which I'm eternally grateful You gave me a life to stable, taught me never to be hateful Showed me love's the only way to make a difference in this crazy world I wish you raised me, although what drove you crazy You never turned your back on me, you always came to save me you're the rod that I grew up on, the rock that kept me safe. You're the rod that gave me shelter, troubles in the rain. You're the road that gave me comfort, struggled with the pain. You're the rock that made me who I am today. You're the rod that I grew up on, the rock that kept me safe. You're the rock that gave me shelter, troubles in the rain. You're the rock that gave me comfort, struggled with the pain. You're the rock. You worked so hard to raise as I was only one of three. You worked your fingers to the bone, ensuring we could eat. Have shoes upon our feet and have a house so we could heat. You'd work away for weeks and then return to angry teens. Who would scream obscenities at you and I like little brats. I can't believe I told you once I wish you'd not come back. Still haunts me to this day, and yeah, I know it's far from fact. In fact, it was only cause you wanted me to take a bath. That time, I got mad and kicked a hole into the wall. When dad asked what had happened, it was you took the fool. You knew I was too scared to tell the truth. So you lied and told him that it happened all because of you. When I said the light piano, you quickly got me lessons. You somehow didn't throw me out when I went through adolescence. You'd sit with me in silence when I faced my worst depression. To help ensure my safety when my mental state was threatened. Cause you're the other I grew up that kept me safe You're the road that gave me shelter, shelter. The Troubles in the rain You're the road that gave me comfort I struggled with the pain You're the road that made me who I am today you're the rock that I grew up on. Oh, oh, the rock that kept me sane. You're the rock that gave me <laughs> shelter. the troubles in the rain. You're the rock that <laughs> gave me comfort. I struggle with the pain. You're the rock that made me who I am today. So here's to you, mum, and everything you've done. Here's supporting up with all the times in which we got it wrong. You let us make our own mistakes for shoulders, how they make us strong. If ever we were called for help, though, you would respond. On the days we derailed, you'd help us back on the track. Now I wish there was a way in which we could get something back to show you how we appreciate all you've done in the past. There's a few things we can do for you, although they're not vast. We'll fix your laptop when you think it's broken. We'll help you with your emails when they do not seem to open. I'm hoping that this sort of stuff's enough to show devotion compared to what you've done for us. These acts are merely tokens, but for all the times you've helped us not to feel alone, we'll download useful apps and all your music to your phone. And when your techno, a direct way to we'll try hard not to moan. Whatever we can do, Try and show you're the mum Who's got the luckiest of sons And we hope you make you proud enough And just how far we've come We hope you know how much we owe For everything you've done For shaping us into the individuals we've become And yes mum You are a little bit nuts But that's one of the things I love the most Your funny but you're also such a fighter and you never give up So thank you every single day for always being our rock Cause you're the rock that I grew up, up on The rock that kept me safe You're the rock that, that gave me shelter troubles in the rain You're the rock that, that gave me comfort the I struggle with the pain You're the rock that made me who I am today So thank you mum and just say so you know
0: So that was Semantics with the track The Rock I Grew Up On. Um, And if you enjoyed that, which I'm sure you did, uh, the delightful news is that Sam will be headlining his own local show in Trowbridge at the Town Hall on Saturday, the 30th of October. The show is is going to be brilliant. And I think with the aid of that recent Frank Turner support, have no doubt there'll be a lot of interest in that gig. So if you're interested in live music, you want to come see the wonderful new venue at the Town Hall in Trowbridge. Which, by the way, John, I now work at, officially work at the Town Hall in Trowbridge. Then please do 30th of October, put it in your diaries. And in the meantime, do look up all the other wonderful events they've got there because you will see me at most of them. Uh, do you have any product placement this week? I, 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 no, I don't, unfortunately. Not, not because I've not been buying stuff, just because I lost track of where everything is and my house is a mess.
1: In that case, let's move on to our guest for the week. Uh, we are being joined by Nick Reed. Um, who's part of the Tromish Festival. Before we come on to this, for, for people who are, are watching the, the video feed, you will notice that Kieran all of a sudden magically transports from from his house to the back of his car because we recorded this bit while Kieran was on holiday. That's how dedicated we are. That's exactly it. Well done, John. Cheers for that A little caveat there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's continuity. People might notice that you don't have they a wall do. of tea bags behind you.
0: <laughs> but now was in now in the Y Valley with the with raining in the car window in the background and everything steaming
1: up. Yeah. <laughs> That's not why the window's steaming up now. Let's not. The, no, come on. Let's talk about Nick. Who's Nick?
0: Uh, so, Nick is a friend of mine. I met him a couple of years ago mm. and I worked for him on the Trowbridge Festival's second stage, doing the sound and running that stage. We were really happy with everything. Um, and then, sort of, we become closer friends since then. And so, let's find out about his life and his present and his future?
3: When I was a young young lad my parents always went along to the what was then called the Trowbridge Village Pump Festival. My uncle Dave was one of the original founders of the festival um, along with Alan Breyers. So Alan Bryars booked to the music and my uncle Dave did all the infrastructure site stuff site planning things like that. So from a very young age you'd probably find me running around in the uh, in the second half of the 80s, uh, with a, a balloon tied around my wrist in front of the main stage, listening to all sorts of uh, musical acts playing on the stage. The balloon was there, presumably, so that you didn't get lost. Uh, child protection things might have been a little bit more lax there. So uh, you'd have <laughs> a balloon around, you, around your wrist, and uh, that's how they'd find you, by uh, identifying the balloon in the distance, You know, like run it, yeah, moving around the main stage area. So Incredible. Uh, and as I grew up, as I got into my teenage years, I started to help out a bit more from every different level at the festival to gate stewarding down at Stowford, Later on, moving on to car parks and campsites, helping out some of the original crew there. So I got to know all the all different members of the crew and then moving on to things like stage crew. So in the, in the later years of the festival being at Stowford, I was working on the main stage crew for probably like four, four years, I think, four or five years on the main stage crew. So that's that's how I kind of got involved through through family connections and um, I do remember And that so that was that's the festival where it was at Stoford
0: and it moved to
3: Westbury and it's moved back to Stoford. It's been in a few incarnations, shall we say. So the final big festival, which was like a big 8,000 people festival at Stowford that stretched across Stowford Manor Farm and up into Castle Farm, up the hill into Farley Hungerford. The last one there with a big open air stage was in, was in 2010. Then in around 2011, a group of like-minded people got together uh, and had a little weekend celebration in the Lamb in Trowbridge, in the back of the Lamb, in what we would know as the, the Village Pump Club in the little room at the back there, and they had a bit of a small little what they called the weekender festival. People were talking basically about a festival at Westbury, so that's when I basically stuck my head above the parapet. while well, going, look, I've worked in all different levels of the festival at Stafford. I'm sure I can help out there and uh, give some of back some of my knowledge back. So that came to 2012 was the it was a bit we all moved the. The Village Pump Festival was renamed the Village Pump Folk Festival, taking Trowbridge out of the name. Uh, and we moved over to Westbury for, for a number of years. First year was brilliant. And then, unfortunately, attendance started to drop off and the uh, the festival kind of folded and collapsed and people went their separate ways. But me being me, a bit like-minded, I was thinking, well, we had something good here. What I did is when the company folded, I bought all the assets to the uh, previous British pump folk festival which included a lot of assets from the from the stowford years actually too much equipment i didn't need so uh, <laughs> my, my garage was full of all sorts of bits that i'd acquired when i when i bought basically all, all the assets off the uh, off of the festival and uh, uh, so what what year was that that was 2000 and was 2016 16. 16 so that was after the festival 2016 a group of people then said, well, let's run a little fundraiser. So they ran an event called Prime of the Pump, which was yep. actually at Westbury in 2017, just to get a few people together, see what what interest was out there. And it was actually a huge success. And it was a, the whole idea was as a fundraiser towards a, a larger festival. We started to give ourselves a rebrand. We thought we need to break from the old a little bit,
0: have a fresh start. You were very folk and quite traditional in the past, and with the, with the new festival in 2018, that was very much a modernization
3: of a theme. My personal feeling is we have gone a little bit too down the traditional folk route during the Westbury years, which had kind of led yeah. to um, a, a decline in numbers. So therefore, I wanted to diversify for more on the musical front. I look back at some of the acts that Alan Bryars had booked, and I, and I spoke to a chap called Pete... Holbert that that had um, because Alan Bryars also used to run the Holt Music Festival just outside Trowbridge as well
0: yeah
3: and Pete Holbert had kind of taken over the Holt Music Festival for a number of years so he'd kind of like had all these uh, this information and the wisdom from Alan Breyer so I basically met with him had a little chat and see what his thoughts were and he kind of based on a little bit of knowledge and wisdom and um, about the diversity of the music and when it was successful so I kind of decided well I'll give this a go. I'd never booked, I'd never really booked any acts before. So it was a completely new thing to me. So tell us about the first festival then that you did
0: of your own volition, which was yeah, 2018.
3: So first festival we did was 2018. So during 2017, we went off and we had to speak to the Bryant family over at Stoufford Manor Farm. And we asked them, said, would you like us back? And they said, of course, we missed you. We'd, loved you. We'd <laughs> love to. So then I kind of started work on... Um, Rebranding, and generate this new the new image, the Trowbridge Festival image, buying up things like the old trowbridgefestival.co.uk domain name for the website, um, and bring back, bring it back to Trowbridge, move it back from Westfield Trowbridge. Excellent. So I got to work. Or oh, when would it have been? It was a whole year's run-up, basically, of the, the amount of things that go on behind the scenes and organising a festival. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe. Just even things like, you know, supplying water to your campsite. Well, yeah. when your festival's been away for seven or eight years from uh, from the old site, things like water pipes and standpipes get buried in the site. I was out there with dowsing rods with some of the old plumbers trying to find <laughs> And this was all happening in the, in the winter months on the run-up. In the background, I was contacting um, agents, agencies and artists directly, going around to other events in the local area, basically doing a bit of talent spotting, which is what the, what the wisdom that Pete Holberts, he said, just keep, keep going to those gigs, keep listening to it, and you'll, you'll find those artists that will be right, right for the festival, the good mix, the mix we can put together.
0: And that, that weekend, because I came to that weekend, I was there with
3: you, I was running the second stage, and yeah. it was an absolutely roaring success, wasn't it? You know, we were able to sell five 600 tickets. You know, small little event. That's all we wanted to do: run a little small festival. On the week before, we'd sold 650 tickets, and we weekend tickets, and we thought brilliant. You know, we've done more than more we wanted to. Come the Thursday night when we uh, we open open the campsite midday Thursday. Come Thursday evening, Thursday night, the campsite was full. Oh, (laughs) the campsite was full. Kira, well, you you know this because you you came along and helped run the, run, you're one of the volunteer crew, helped run one of the stages yeah. for us, which is brilliant, worked really well. I didn't know what to do with myself. I, I was like going off to speaking to some of the old guards. Uh, we were going off speaking to local farmers, trying to get extra fields. Uh, <laughs> so basically we were, we almost a victim of our own success. Everybody wanted to come back to the old site. I think I bit off more than I could chew with all the people that turned up. A lot of them were walk-ups. So I've kind of like, we've learned our lesson from that. We need to sell all the tickets in advance and just have a cut-off date. So a lot of people had uh, turn up... Well, walk- and-
0: walk-ups are fine as long as they don't drive.
3: Yeah, they, they, they'd all turn out with cars. A lot of them turned out with camper vans and they'd all parked in the campsite and filled up our campsite. And then they walked up to go buy their tickets. Yes. <laughs> true, numbers, true numbers started to come through. So after, after 2018, it was a rip-roaring success. Uh, the mixture of music was brilliant moving forward we did plan an event for, for 2019 that didn't happen mainly due to our success and the, the council were just a little bit concerned about the safety aspect of of it and they didn't feel that we had enough time to um get everything in place for 2019 so unfortunately the 2019 even though we had some great artist books and kieran will tell you this because he knew some of the yeah. names, at least 15 good names on there never ever got announced for, for 2019 and um, yeah we had to stop there and so all those all those arts that never got announced of all all went on the back burner, and we we were obviously then moving looking forward to a, a July twenty twenty event, and then then unfortunately <laughs> the dreaded um, human malware virus uh, attack, <laughs> and we had to stop <laughs> halt where we were, and the whole the whole festival committee kind of went into hibernation during during the various lockdowns we had, and came out of hibernation probably about six months ago now. And we've basically started planning to look forward to the future. And we're hoping to run an event in 2022. So July... That'll be July, won't it? It will be, yeah, it'll be the the end of July 2022 is the plan. So what are you doing this year to keep music going in Trowbridge? So the the plans are this year to kind of like build up on the run up to the festival and to do a little bit of fundraising to run some local, local gigs in Trowbridge area. Um, at various venues, one of which is Peter Knight's Gig Spanner Big Band. It's the big band, so it's Peter Knight heading it up, who used to be in Steel Eye Spam, and he, with the normal normal trio lineup. but also we've got the brilliant Hannah Martin and uh, Philip Henry joining him together with John. I call him Squeezebox John. I forget his surname, but... Um, <laughs> ben- Squeezebox John with him. Jonathan- He's going to come along uh, as well. So we get, we've got that, and that's planned uh, at the Holy Trinity Church in Trowbridge. That's, August, that's Thursday, August 26th. Start uh, at um, 7 o'clock, and the concert starts at 7.30. So Amazing. So if anybody's listening and uh, haven't got any tickets, you can find the, the tickets at the Trowbridge Town Hall website, who are, who are our ticket reseller. Um, so pop on there I think tickets are £21 in advance uh, and then they'll go up uh, on the door basically so get in there now uh, if you want to <laughs> come along join in the fun and meet up with some like-minded uh, musical people listen to some good live music in Troybridge.
0: It's Nick's choice of tune today is Gig Spanner or is Peter Knight Gig Spanner so as, you, as with the Albion band we previously talked about with folk bands is their lineups change and revolve um, and this is, a, this is a so Gig Spanner have a, it's a pretty solid lineup, but occasionally people like Peter Knight join them. And this incarnation of Gig Spanner this is a track called Death and the Lady.
4: As I walked out one day, one day, I met an old man all on the way, his head was. Of the cold earth and clay His clothing made of the cold earth and clay I said, old man, what man are you? What country do you belong unto? My name is Death, have you heard of me? is bowed down unto me, and you fair maid must come along with me, oh I'll give you gold and I'll give you pearl, I'll give you costly rich robes to wear if you will grant me just a give you time a poor distracted maid who in her youth she was taken away her clothing made of
1: on to news shall we because there's plenty to talk about
0: i had a lovely chat with leander who was a guest on our previous show about local events and promoting and other organizations and venues and how we're all doing it differently and how all things are doing well and all things are doing bad and we came across this concept about how shows right now as in the ones that are happening in august aren't selling perhaps as well as some of us would have liked um And that is probably because government and everybody else sold it as lockdown's over, go back to normal. And in reality, people are reticent to go back to normal. So what what I wanted to do really was to point out that Cheese and Grain spent a lot of money during lockdown to have a wonderful new air conditioning system put in. It was quite expensive. I don't know how much, but it was thousands of pounds. But it does mean that they can turn over the air in a building very, very quickly. You know, within 30 minutes, the whole room has changed its air. So if you're in there singing and whatever, it's all very clean. And that, to me, I thought was was a really important message to get out there for people who were hesitant about going to shows. Pick your shows wisely, but do look up what the venues are doing. And if you're at all afraid, ask the question. Nobody's going to judge you or be judged or be judging. If you're going to choose to wear a mask, that's fine. Uh, Bring your hand sanitizer. Use it regularly. The venues might even still have hand sanitizer. I know we do in Chippenham um and really don't don't be afraid to go out into shows but do if you are reticent do look it up first or ask the question in advance um no one's going to judge you or mock you for, for wanting to stay safe um but the reality of it is is that a lot of shows opened with this whole anti-lockdown where you know it's, it's done it's over obviously it hasn't really gone away it is still there um and i think it's just a worth thing worth talking about really
1: yeah no the, it's a really valid point so as, a, as we said in in the uh earlier link i've been to two events in in the last week i went to the bath festival which was all outside you had to either show a a negative test result or show proof that you've been double jabbed to go in but you know it's a big field all open you feel totally safe in there compare that to the other venue i've been to which i I won't i won't name but they they didn't do anything wrong But, but they just didn't have any covid checks on the way in but it was an enclosed hall with um very crammed together seating yeah, but again, some people were wearing masks. Um, people had their hand sanitizers. It, it just felt, I don't know, it felt like the wrong way around, Really, that, that an open air event would be doing all the COVID checks and the indoor event in an old, hidden hall. Well, didn't. And that's
0: that's what that's why it's interesting because the indoor right at this moment in time you don't need to do anything. There is no legal requirement for you to do anything. And at the Neild on Saturday, we had a full house for jive talking, and it was our usual tiered seating, and everyone was shoulder to shoulder. We did have the air conditioning on, and we were trying to circulate the air and clean it. But ultimately, it was mask in the bar and hand sanitizer. Mm. But we saw it and it, it was really well attended and the people that came loved it. So it's not, it's, this is it, we're all individuals and we're all dealing with this individually and all got slightly different methods of taking risk or judging risk or making those decisions on how best to use mm. your life. Really, just ask the question and if you're happy to go out to a show, go out and enjoy a show.
1: Uh, we're going to have to wrap up then, Kieran. Thank you for joining me from, from both your home and the back of your car. another (laughs) podcast first for us Uh, don't forget you can email us which is sheerisolation at gmail.com you can find all the videos we've ever made on YouTube and you can also find audio versions on Spotify and Apple and uh, Pocket Cast and all the other places. Kieran thank you very much for joining me. I will let you enjoy your holiday.
0: Thank you very much always a pleasure John never a chore
1: you say it so much it just sounds like a chore now but I'll take it thank you mate see you next week yes man bye And podcast done. Yes.